Guild Wars 2, the distinguished and respected MMORPG that has been delighting fans of the genre since 2012. As with every MMORPG, to get the upper hand in your experience and come out of the gate swinging, it is best if you have a helping hand along the way, someone to guide you through the massive open world so you have all the knowledge you need to make the adventure a truly unique one. This is where this week's sponsor comes in, the Insomniac's Guide to Guild Wars podcast. The show takes a down-to-earth, common-sense approach to making Guild Wars accessible to the average gamer. The host said something in preparation for this ad that I completely agree with. A game should feel like a game, not a job. This show will break down every aspect of the game so you don't waste your time hunting through the bowels of the internet to figure out how to play the game in a way that makes it your own. Consider Insomniac's Guide to Guild Wars your personal companion on your epic journey. A link will be provided in this episode's description, so check it out. Shoemate III here, and I am back with my squeaky chair and everything. Thanks for listening to Strange Places. This is episode 94. And uh, if you have trouble pronouncing this title, so do I, but we'll get through it. And I looked up the proper pronunciation, so nevertheless, this is going to be a, a very, very compelling episode. So this episode... This podcast, rather, is brought to you by Spotify and DistroKid. Gotta say that. It's one of those things. Special thanks to this week's sponsors. Let's get into it. Hawken Nordquist is how you say it. A lot of people have seen what I'm about to describe, where we're about to go. We're going two places this week. We're going to one that's on the face of this earth. And we might be traveling, if this is true, to another earth entirely. This is, like I said, this is going to be one of the most compelling episodes I think we've ever produced. Because uh, this is one of the rare ones where I had to do all the research ahead of time. We're not doing any of the research, not saving it for anything on the show. And there's a reason for that. Because, honestly, I was getting rather freaked out. It's one of those that you don't want a certain outcome, but there's no getting around what common sense and the evidence says that outcome is. I couldn't stop. So this one, <laughs> this one really gets me. So let's get into it. Imagine for a moment, okay, sitting in your home, normal day, when... All of a sudden, you are whisked away to another time, to another reality. Well, this is supposedly what happened to Mr. Hakan Nordquist while living in Sweden. His story goes as follows. One day while in his home, he spotted a leak at his kitchen sink. Getting his plumbing tools, Hakan tries to reach the leak from under the sink. And this is where his reality seems to fade into something else. As he tried to reach the back of the sink, it seemed to move deeper and further back from him, as if stretching beyond his reach, 
So Hawken crawled under the sink to get to the leak. There he saw a light <laughs> and was able to stand up and was suddenly outside. Once he realized this, he stood up and there standing before him was him, an older version of himself. Hawkins states with his own mouth that he realized the old man resembled him in some fashion and that he talked to his older, to his older self for a while, having the time of his life, sharing information with the old him. He says that the older him was about 70. Now, it would be a real... It'd be really easy to just say this is a story, <laughs> you know, except that Hawken had a phone with him. He had a video, you know, cell phone with smartphone with him or cell phone, I should say. He took a video of himself and his older self <laughs> took it's It's amazing. Upon first glance, anyway, took a video of himself and his older self. And then they compared the tattoos on their right arms. Before we prove anything, before we dive into anything, this is known as the most convincing truth ever brought forth about time travel, accidental or otherwise. What really happened to Hawken Nordquist? Was it a video hoax? This is where doubt ensues. Now I'm giving you both sides of it, Okay. Hawken began to blog about his experience in Sweden, and suddenly the internet was abuzz with the story of the Swedish time traveler Hakan Nordquist. Hakan was then approached by a filmmaking company that was funded by a failing pension funds company known as AMF, one of the largest pension firms in Sweden, actually. Thus, AMF had his video made into a documentary, which they posted on their site. Very short-form, kind of commercial documentary. Pensions and an older version of yourself... Can you say pension commercial? That is exactly what the court of some of the public opinion has labeled Hawkins' experience. That this was planned from the get-go with the pension company. We've all seen viral campaigns, you know, done by everybody. From celebrities to companies trying to drive traffic to the sites. But this is a video, a commercial or something the company picked up on, you know, and decided to run with it, if not planned it outright. You have to admit, it's a fantastic story. And any advisor would love to have thought it up. But the only thing that some people say they could say for sure is that the video being that it's a cell phone video seems to lend credence to the story. And there is a resemblance between the old man and Hawken, which is downright spooky. Then there are the tattoos. Some you got to watch this video. I mean, it's all over. You look up this guy's name. That's why I put it in the... I, I was going to make the title something else. But... I implore you to look this guy up and look up his video. He, I mean, this happened quite a few years ago. So, you know, cell phone videos weren't the best. <laughs> this video has been floating around for quite some time. Uh, I'm going to check my notes here. What was exactly the date that this occurred? 2006. Sorry, my notes are so feverish that, I mean, I was just writing stuff down at lightning speed. So 2006, and the video looks every bit 2006. Maybe, you know, even earlier than that, but we'll get into that. It's a compelling video. He's standing outside, looks like he's standing there with, you know, his favorite person on earth. They're just, you could tell these guys are genuinely happy. They compare these tattoos. Very short video. 
and they interviewed the guy. It's making its round on TikTok again. Uh, On the internet again, via TikTok, I should say. It's kind of funny because (laughs) there are some uh, news places out there that apparently don't know their internet history or uh, don't do more than five seconds worth of research into anything. And they're saying that TikTok broke this. No, they didn't. (laughs) This story's been around for a long time. You can see YouTube videos that were posted, you know, over 10 years ago. But it's making its rounds again. Kind of bringing it back into the public eye. So I thought it kind of behooves me, behooves us, to tackle this thing. And to see if we can give an answer to it once and for all. Even if that answer is inconclusive. So this uh, became a mission of mine. This short video of a guy standing outside, apparently meeting himself, and then this interview that he'd done by a local news organization in his area, and he's talking about this happening. It's amazing, if it's true. (laughs) Here's the, I mean, a lot of people are talking about the tattoos in particular. Some people have commented that their tattoos don't even match in size and that they're too much of a perfect match to be real. Because, uh, you know, taking into consideration that if you age some 40 years, your skin will stretch, the ink is going to blotch, and it's going to fade, right? In regards to them matching, people say, yeah, there's something going on here. But then there's people that say the video is too bad to really tell, and they're standing outside for one thing. Could this really happen? That's that's another thing that people are saying. Well, how the fuck do we know? <laughs> Scientists believe that time travel is possible, yeah. Time travel, I mean, it, it's a relative phenomenon, unlocked with the physical dimension. We see time as an ever-flowing forward linear measurement of actions and entropy. But time doesn't work that way. Time is affected by speed, gravity. We know this. You can screw with it. It's a pliable thing. Therefore, it's reasonable to suspect that time is not linear at all. We know, we know very little about it, but the only thing that we do know about it is that in small incremental ways, we have been able to mess with it. You send someone out there in a jet that can break the sound barrier, right? You have them fly back and forth, sonic boom after sonic boom. (laughs) Their watch is going to show a different time than yours. The faster you go at the speed of light, time is going to slow down to a crawl for you. Where hundreds of thousands of years pass on Earth. Gravity messes with it. You orbit a black hole, you might come back and see that your great-great-grandchildren are walking around. We're just now learning this stuff. This video and this interview is really <laughs> is really something else, man. And I, <laughs> I'll straight up tell you, okay? I'll be honest. I did not want this thing to be real. I did not want this to be true. Everything jumps out at me and screams, okay. <laughs> this guy's out here with a potato phone and has an old man that's probably his dad. 
really looks just like him. They show off these shitty tattoos. <laughs> and I'm, trust me, I'm not making fun. I have my share of shitty jailhouse-looking tattoos. Never been arrested, but my uncle is a four-time felon, and that's how he survived in prison, so he gave me most of my tattoos. I'm covered in them, so I know. <laughs> I know what a you know, back-alley tattoo looks like. That's not what this guy has. This guy has a shop tattoo that wasn't done, ugh, as far as the video goes. just doesn't look like it was done very well. A little bit too dark, which tells me that you're using some really cheap-ass ink, or they, uh, you know, the tattoo artist didn't go deep enough. I've seen it before. But I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I don't want this to be true. I'm like, okay, he's crawling through his... <laughs> he's crawling through his sink. And then he ends up, you know, going to fucking Narnia and meeting his older self. The whole story is just bizarre to me. And the guy looks genuinely sincere in his interview. Like, okay, but that's why we have actors, right? And then it gets grabbed by this pension fund thing, and we can't figure out if this was done by the pension fund deal or, you know, that, that, uh, place, you know, that does the pension commercials and around the same time, that's kind of fishy the whole time. I do have my prejudices. Yeah. I know one of our big things on the show is ditching our prejudices, but I'm a human being. I'm going to have them, but you need to set that aside when you're doing your research and you need to look at things how they are. You need to look at things with some common damn sense because obviously common sense is not used in the field of paranormal study anymore. If it ever was. I think that's what makes Strange Places stand out. So, I start diving, despite my prejudices, you know, <laughs> despite me wanting to be like, oh, okay, this is bullshit. Because we have found out on the show that sometimes the craziest stuff out there is the stuff that ends up being true. Why? I think it's, it's a truth is stranger than fiction kind of thing. The greatest writer in the world, <laughs> William Shakespeare, Mark Twain. Ambrose Bierce, Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft, James Joyce, you know, they could never come up with anything as crazy, as random, as tragic, or as funny as life itself. So despite me kind of laughing at, oh, some guy's kitchen sink is a wormhole, which is kind of funny, I dive. Well, let's tackle one thing at a time, okay? I found a guy, tried to research him, find out where he's at, what he's doing now. Mostly because I want to see if he's aging to start to look like this old man that he was with. I want to see, you know, is he starting to look like him? That'd be cool. But I want to see what he's up to, what he's doing now, what this has done to his personal life, if he's recanted his story. So I found a guy. There's a guy with the same name. That's the head of sustainability innovations at IKEA. And he's done quite a few videos of him doing speeches where he talks, uh, including interviews. And for a while, I suspected it was the same guy. And there's everybody on the internet saying, oh, same guy, there he is. That's him. That's Sam, same guy. But, you know, they do. They look very similar. But the IKEA guy does not have a tattoo on his forearm. So people are crying foul. Oh, that's him, that's him. You know, it was a fake tattoo for the thing and all this. So, uh, mystery over. Well, upon doing some major research, the IKEA guy speaks flawless English. 
Haken Nordqvist speaks little to none. Their tone of voice is completely different. The Ikea guy and the time traveler in question. Sorry, but they're two completely different people. I did some research on it. And yeah, turns out they're not the same guy. They just happen to look a lot alike. <laughs> a lot alike. Both men do look remarkably similar, which may be construed as a rabbit hole in of itself, but the tones of voice do not match. I know it's been a few years. From what I gather, the man in question speaks little to no English. Sorry, these are not the same guy. I researched this head of... Uh, what, 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 what did they call him? His official title? His head of sustainability innovations at IKEA. His whole stuff is on LinkedIn. I mean, it's everywhere. Nothing of his matches up. Nothing. They're different people, okay? <laughs> They're not the same guy. And what's another like really interesting thing about this, uh, about this IKEA guy... He has no problem <laughs> going into the comment sections of whatever video that he posts, you know, for IKEA and stuff like that. You know, because I was thinking, if it is him, he either needs to not acknowledge this at all, or this is professional suicide. So, you know, IKEA is going to make this guy the head of one of their major departments. And this is the same guy that said years ago that he crawled through his kitchen sink and traveled through time. You know, I'm thinking, wow, he has to really stay away from this one. But this Ikea guy, he'll straight up say in the comments, because it goes against, I wouldn't even acknowledge it. I'm a business owner, okay? And I'm like 99% sure <laughs> that any business is not going to tell you, don't go on the comment section and deny it. Just don't even acknowledge it. That is a good business decision. Don't even involve yourself in that. But this Haka Nordquist, he has no problem going on the comment section and be like, nope, sorry guys, it's not me. It's not me. He even at one point said, really cool story, wish it was. I'd like to meet my older self, but no, not me. And on top of that, I did find out something really interesting about that name too, Haka Nordquist. It's uh, in that area, fairly common name. When I was looking up this Haka Nordquist, the one that we're talking about, I found a ton of guys named Haka Nordquist. <laughs> Every walk of life, young guys, old guys, YouTubers, vloggers, TikTokers. I was like, wow, that's a pretty common name. Just throwing that out there. People used a potato phone as a reason to debunk. And the, the video with Haka Nordquist and his quote-unquote older self has no audio. They use that as an excuse to debunk it. Well, I say, let's use some common damn sense. What did we have happen just a couple of months ago? A supposed UFO crash in Las Vegas? This is 2023, and this thing crashed in a very upscale, you know, middle-class neighborhood. And everybody there, including the damn police, potato phone. If in 2023, everybody in an upper-class neighborhood, including the chess camera on the police, all have potato cameras, it's reasonable to believe that the time travel video was filmed with a potato phone because during that time, that's what we had, potato phones. I'm going to shoot that down right there. Some people saying, oh, it's, it's, it has to be higher quality to be true. What? 
This was in 2006. Yeah, I know we had better phone cameras out by then. But my argument is, hey, this is 2023, and we had aliens walking around a neighborhood, supposedly in Las Vegas. Everybody there, even the cops, fucking potato phones. So, <laughs> you know, that, this, that makes it hold, that doesn't even hold any water. His name, like I said, is pretty common where he's from. Any social media is going to tell you that. <clears throat> so that threw me into a bit of a loop. I was like, I made finding this, uh, this Haka Nordquist kind of difficult. So I set that aside for now. Another thing people use to debunk this is the fact that the tattoos look remarkably clean on the older man. And it's slightly bigger. It, it, at least it appears to be. They're standing at weird angles. Tattoos move, and they fade, they shift, they bleed as, you're, as you age. But as some people would use this to debunk this whole story, I'm actually using this on the positive side. This could help prove the video. Because the older man's tattoo, I would expect to be slightly bigger because the ink spreads. I mean, what? <laughs> do these people think? You call yourselves journalists and investigators and stuff like that. Have you ever just went up to somebody, not with one or two fucking tattoos, I'm talking about a cat like me who's covered in shitty ones, almost head to toe. You have them look at this tattoo. And I gotta tell you, I'm no fucking expert, but I would expect this old man's tattoo to not be the same size. Because tattoo ink spreads. I'm like, why is nobody mentioning this? They just say, oh, the tattoos look too clean. Yeah, they do. I agree with you. They do. But the difference between them and us is that they throw up their hands and go, okay, bullshit. No. No. I want to know why before I say bullshit. And I want to be able to back it up. Because with that attitude, with that way of doing things at strange places, I found out... In certain areas of Sweden, they use a tattoo ink that we don't use here. These tattoos come out remarkably dark and remarkably clean. There are people out there that try to import this stuff. It's really expensive. They just use a different kind of ink over there. And yeah, they stay darker for a long time. It reminds me of, um, they kind of look like henna tattoos, but permanent. It's the same kind of deal. You know, that the henna tattoos, you know, like in India... You can make henna really, really dark, really vibrant. And that's how this stuff is. Consequently, on kind of a side note, did you know that in India, they've actually figured out a way to make permanent henna tattoos without piercing the skin? Ah, pretty cool, huh? Might, might be able to go to a tattoo shop someday and just uh, have a sticker put on you instead of being poked with needles. Kind of takes away the whole uh, uh, rite of passage thing, doesn't it? But anyway, I thought it was pretty cool. And then the major one, right? the major one. Aside from using an ink that nobody else uses, and I expect the tattoo to be bigger, well, I keep, how are you developing a picture here? I keep seeing things that are pointing toward the positive, and I don't want to. That's the important thing. We try to remain neutral on the show, but like I said, I have my prejudices. That's hard to, that's hard to throw away. This whole time I'm thinking, this has got to be bullshit. But every single time I research something, I'm like, wow, okay, <laughs> next. It's all on the positive. It's starting to freak me out at this point. You can imagine what's going on in my head. And then my coup de grace, my kill shot, 
the pension plan advertisement. I'm like, okay, this is going to kill it right here. The pension plan advertisement, this company, they, you know, people say that this video was shot for them. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to shoot that down too, man. Nordquist was actually interviewed candidly, and I don't see any reason why somebody would potentially up their entire, up and, you know, their entire life to shoot an ad for a fucking pension plan that only aired once on TV, by the way. This man was interviewed about it, and none of the interview was put into the commercial. Okay, if this was for a pension plan thing or viral marketing, viral marketing campaign, yeah, I could see a fake commercial. That's plausible. But for an ad that was only aired on TV once, supposedly, and you know, there are people who remember seeing this ad. This man was interviewed about it. Who the hell interviewed him? <laughs> that wasn't part of the ad. And the interview wasn't even aired. Somebody found a recording of it, put it on YouTube. It seems like complete overkill to do that for just some kind of viral marketing campaign. And even if it was, he would have come out by now and say it was for an advertising campaign. What, are you going to keep a secret for your whole life to advertise some kind of fucking pension fund? Really? How lame is that? Until this day, this guy sticks with the story. And when you see his interview, his response does seem pretty genuine. That's... You can fake that, but it's pretty compelling. The guy's almost in tears. He smiles like he just got done visiting an old friend. There are some damn good actors out there. And there are some good actors who didn't need to be trained to be good actors. You know what I mean? You, you dig what I'm saying? But this viral marketing campaign, I mean, this is a big one for people. That this viral marketing campaign with this company, this is a weird one. I was like, okay, this you know, this is gonna this is gonna do it. And I keep finding stuff in the positive here. So I'm like, there's gotta be something with this advertising campaign. So I'm like, I'm almost you know wishing for it. I'm like, come on. If we don't have see, but this is kind of where I'm starting to lean to. You know what I mean? Is that I'm kind of running out of steam here. This viral, this, this pension ad program is completely bunk because the pension program ad was made well after this video was first posted online. It doesn't take, you know, Sherlock Holmes to freaking see that. I don't need to be an uh, independent investigator, you know, with a degree on my wall and a badge to see this. More than an hour's worth of research is going to tell you that. This was the ad was made after this video was first posted online, and the story was attached to it from the man himself. Also, there are other ads from the same company out there around the same time. You can see other ads by this company. They were only this one was only aired once, but the other advertisements are all professionally filmed, not potato phone guerrilla style. You see here, all these videos are very professionally filmed, and this one isn't. The dates don't match up. So if you look at the other advertisements, and there are, they're out there. It's some kind of acronym. What was this thing called? It's not important, but you know, the AM, what is it? I have to go back through my notes here. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Let's just, uh, since I do all my notes digitally, I can search for things. There we go. Pension AMF, it's called. So I looked up the other ads by AMF. And they're very well filmed. 
they all kind of deal with time travel ideas, which is smart, you know, clever for a pension, you know, pension company. But this is the only commercial like this. Why did it only add for one day? If you're trying to go out of your way to create this big viral marketing campaign, you just wasted your fucking time. I just don't see this happening. It does not add up. It doesn't hold any water here. And all the other ads are professionally filmed. Why? I can understand if you used like a little clip or something. I mean, that's what they did. They had this commercial, and for some reason, they deemed it as we're not going to focus on this one. We're going to use our other ads. I get it. Maybe due to the fact that it was filmed on a shitty potato phone, that might have something to do with it. If you film a commercial, wouldn't it be smart if people could see what was going on? But anyway, everything that I'm researching, everything. <laughs> is pointing to this being true, and it's messing with my head at this point. If we don't have anything to disprove something, and all of the evidence points to it being true, we need to deem it true. The only time when we say merits further study, when we don't have any evidence, is when we don't have any evidence proving that it's true at all, and we just have a story, right? When we say merits further study, we don't have evidence going either way. Debunking is when we find something uh, you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt that says, no, it's fake or it's hoaxed or whatever. In this case, this, is, this case here made me want to change the nomenclature on the show. We need to change Merritt's further study into inconclusive and leave proven and debunked where they are. Let me explain. Merit's further study sounds more to me that, yes, I believe it's true, but we're going to sit on it until some new evidence comes to light, which is a noble way to look at it. The deeming an inconclusive takes the personal feelings out of it. Speaking of personal feelings, I did not want this one to be true at all. It would be so easy to explain this away as a hoax, but every piece of evidence that I have found pointing to this thing is saying, yes, it happened. If you ask my personal feelings, I really want this one to be inconclusive, but we can't do that because I think using our common sense, we have explained everything with real tangible facts and it's all on the positive side. I really have no choice but to say this actually happened. A reluctant true. And this is why we need to change the nomenclature on the show. I think merits further study should be applied to things like this, where my personal feelings are kind of getting in the way. We need to look at evidence. Merits further study needs to go away. And this is the case that proved that to me. We need to take personal feelings out of it and say inconclusive, debunked, true. I know why that word exists now. We need to look at the facts. And that's it and leave the personal feelings aside. Based on the evidence that we have, I don't know how he did it. I don't know scientifically what the hell happened, but the evidence is telling us and what we've been able to gather from it, this guy went forward in time and met himself. If some other evidence comes to light in the future, I would be more than happy to do a part two, but for now, I have no choice but to say this actually happened. If you take everything about this story, everything that people are saying, okay, this is bullshit, we can shoot it down with real, plausible evidence. Haka Nordquist, oh, he's the Ikea guy. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not the Ikea guy. They speak their language completely differently. They have a different tone of voice. 
yeah, they look similar. And then you go back in the Ikea guy's profile via LinkedIn, all that stuff. See, this is the problem with this paranormal study. You hear these things from people on the news or on websites or whatever, and they speak with an air of authority, and you just buy what they're saying. Good, bad, indifferent. Because they sound like an expert. They say they've done the research for you. Well, have they really? Cool, let's explain. And if they can't explain, you walk. And then there's the uh, potato phone thing. Right? We looked at that, too. <laughs> I think I had a pretty compelling argument to that. It's 2023, and people are still, apparently, everybody's got a fucking potato phone. You watch Secure Team 10, you know, the YouTube channel that dives into UFO videos and stuff like that. Why does everybody have a f fucking potato phone? If you're into the paranormal at all, I'm issuing a PSA. Please get a phone with some decent video. <laughs> Just, uh, I'll pay for it. I don't care. <laughs> that's just that's a joke. I don't want anybody calling me out on that because I know some will. You're crafty bunch. You're a crafty bunch. And then there's the the uh, PSA thing. You know the uh, advertisement thing, pension plan thing. Well, more than twenty minutes of fucking research is going to tell you that the pension plan thing was filmed after this guy's interview. Yeah, they used it for an ad. Who wouldn't? Kind of a clever idea. Smart. If you run a pension fund, it's like, yeah, time travel video. Well, we got viral marketing here. It's kind of built in, you know, this is prepackaged. They didn't use the commercial, but once. I don't, people are asking, well, why? Does it matter? Does it matter? Their other commercials are professionally filmed. They only use this thing once. I don't really give a shit why. We just look at facts. So, that's gone. <laughs> the tattoo thing. Yeah, the tattoos look remarkably clean. They're different sizes. Well, this guy's in his 60s. The tattoo's going to move and shift. He's going to gain weight. He's going to lose weight. Yeah, the tattoo's not going to be the same size. Duh. And then I find out in that area, they use a super clean tattoo ink that makes your tattoos look dark as shit, even when you're older. It's like everywhere we turn. I'm finding things that are saying, yeah, yeah, this happened. I don't want it to be, but <laughs> we're marking this one as true. Now, we used to say merits for their study, right? But I think that puts too much personal feelings into it. There's a lot of inconclusives. Now, I'm not going to retroactively go back and change all the episodes or anything like that. We, you know, we learn and we grow. So we're going to do that from here on out. Haka Nordquist. I'm officially stamping this one. Personal feelings aside, <laughs> it actually happened. Based on what we have, yeah. Now, I could be wrong in the future. We might There might be some evidence that comes to light that could blow this whole thing up. Blow this whole thing down, I should say. <laughs> and if it does, we'll come back and do a part two, be like, hey guys, look what I missed. I have no problem doing that. What, uh, see, that's the thing between them and us. I don't claim to be a professional in paranormal study or anything like that. Never once said that. I am damn good at research. And I have, <laughs> let's say I'm a professional common sense thinker. <laughs> I have some common damn sense. And I... You know, I implore you to do this as well. 
not just with paranormal stuff. I mean, with any kind of thing that you're told, anything. I was raised to question what I was heard. If somebody tells you something, whether it sounds fishy or not, just don't be like one of those, you know, people on the internet. Everybody's a fucking keyboard warrior these days. You know, <laughs> people that just breathe heavy and pound on their keyboards. Where's the source? Where's the source? Don't be like those guys. You can say it nicely. You can say it professionally. You can say it without sounding like a neckbearded weirdo. Just intelligently huh, question everything that you hear. And if anything sounds funky to you, or if something that can totally rearrange the way that you see reality, there's nothing wrong with saying, how did you arrive there? And if they can't tell you, split. Everything that I'm seeing here points to, yeah, as much as I don't want it to, it happened. It happened. But I would be more than happy to say I'm wrong if we find out in the future. That's the difference between them and us, too. No problem saying I'm wrong. Anyway, guys, what do you think about Hakan Nordquist? Let me know. Go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things Strange Places related. All the social media links are there, as well as the link to get to our Patreon account, where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, ad-free episodes. Uh, I'm going to be opening up a Discord server really soon. All kinds of stuff. And wish me luck, guys, because I'm like five subscribers away on YouTube. I don't do Strange Places on YouTube. Uh, occasionally, I'll put an episode up there. But I do other stuff on YouTube centering around the SCP thing because I love those stories. And I always wanted to do like a short story read thing on YouTube and whatnot. So the SCP is perfect for that. <laughs> so I'm like six subscribers away from making YouTube partner. So keep your fingers crossed. I just don't, don't know why I wanted to mention that. I was just excited. Shout out to the patrons. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. I appreciate you guys. And yeah, that is all we got. I'll see you later. And yeah, that that is it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Now, are we ever going to run out of strange places to talk about? I don't think so. Because every town has a strange place. And maybe one day, we'll visit yours. The Strange Places podcast is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a music label for truly independent artists. They will distribute and share your music on every streaming platform the internet has to offer. And the best part is that you keep all of your royalties. In fact, DistroKid has made history, marking the first time that an artist on the charts made 100% of their earnings. This is the music industry's worst nightmare, giving indie artists complete control over their art. For only 20 bucks a year, you can upload unlimited music, and with the split feature, you can split a percentage of the earnings to your bandmates. If you click the affiliate link in this episode's description, you get 7% off the first year. But did I mention that after that, it's only 20 bucks a freaking year? I've been a musician for a long time. My music is heard all over the world, and yours should be too. Click the link in this episode's description to not only support Strange Places, but put control of your own music back into your hands. No contracts, no hidden clauses, 
no lovely coin men and their lovely, lovely suits. Thanks to DistroKid for being a sponsor and giving this old dog an audience. <laughs>